Welcome to the Life Self Mastery Podcast, where we bring in entrepreneurs who have created online businesses and improved their lifestyles. Here's your host, Rohit Malhotra. Hi everyone, this is Rohit from Lifestyle Mastery and today I'm excited to have Vegan Haler, who's a hugely successful multi-millionaire, global change maker, thought leader, serial entrepreneur, philanthropist, global speaker and mindset coach. She's the founder of Vegan Haler International, a company dedicated to providing personal development and business training to men and women who have a big message they want to share with the world. Vegan has trained thousands of people helping them build multiple six and seven figure uh, businesses location-free using powerful mindset, changing tools, and cutting-edge business development strategies. She specializes in helping experts uncover their true message and launch powerful personal brands, helping them make a big impact and build a legacy. Welcome to the show, Reem. Thank you so much. It's great to be here. Awesome. So, you know, can you share your journey on what got you into this crazy world of entrepreneurship? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, I definitely didn't grow up thinking I was going to be an entrepreneur. I very much followed the system and, you know, went to school and worked really hard. And yeah, I was actually studying to be an architect at the time. And my parents wanted me to go down that path of, you know, getting a job and, <laughs> you know, the rest of the story. And, you know, I was actually in a university lecture theater and um, I had a moment where I realized that I was creating a life that I wasn't necessarily madly in love with, even though I was was very good at it and so I actually went to Google and I started googling how do I quit my nine-to-five job I was trying to get out of the system before I was even in it and I came across an ebook that was all around wealth creation and financial success and different strategies and mindset and the money system and that then led me to my first personal development events and then that's when my eyes were really opened up and I saw that there were so many different ways to create success and so many other people out there actually creating a life which they really loved and helping people as well and so, yeah, that was really my first entry into that. And I, I started changing my own life, basically, and then actually helping other people to do the same. Got it. And uh, how did your journey start? Did you start blogging on your, on your website? Uh, that's how you got your start? No, I actually wasn't online initially. I went online only about four years ago when I launched Regan Hillier International. Prior to that, I, um, I really started out as a one-on-one -on -one coach and I was going to a lot of different events and seminars and meeting people very organically. And then I transitioned more into an offline speaking company. And so it was about 23, 24 at the time. And I grew that business to roughly a million dollars a year. And I was holding, you know, three to four events a week where I would go in and I would speak for an hour to three hours and then basically, um, you know, offer a next step for people and they would kind of enter our business and our, our system that way. So everything was, um, yeah, totally offline in the beginning and until I transitioned a few years ago online. Okay, and, and are you totally focused on your online business or, uh, you know, a part of your revenue does come from your offline speaking? Yeah, there is a, a small part which does come still from offline. I, I like to think of it as about 90% in terms of um, being generated online and then sprinkling the extra 10% on top. And so I find that to be a really, a really good fusion because obviously, you know, when you're online and you build out those systems, you have the freedom to, to work anywhere and to 
you know, be anywhere in the world, basically, as long as you have Wi-Fi, everything can keep keep happening. And then something really magic happens when you then meet people um, that have been following you online and you meet them offline. And I, I think nothing will ever really replace that, uh, that, that offline connection, you know, meeting someone in person, seeing their, seeing, looking into their eyes, giving them a hug, you know, they, they really start to feel you at a different level. So I love doing the 10% on top, but the core of it is 100% or 90% actually generated from online. Absolutely. Uh, you know, that's, that's the magic of online businesses. Uh, you know, if, if somebody is, is working in, in a corporate job and, and we have a lot of listeners who uh, are in, in a nine to five job, you know, what advice would you give uh, for them to start an online business? Absolutely. So I would get really clear firstly on what is your bigger vision and what do you actually want to create in the world, you know, because so many people kind of go around just looking for all these strategies. They're going, okay, well, you know, how do I start a dot-com business? How do I do this? How do I do that? How do I trade currency online? And I did that for so many years, but I was disconnected to what I actually wanted to create in my own life and the impact I wanted to create in the world. So then once you've solidified that, it's really important to go within and actually ask yourself, what really excites you? You know, I work with a lot of people and they've started in corporate jobs and they've gone and they've created a fair amount of success. Some of them even have multi-million dollar companies, but they're in a place where they don't love it and, and they're not deeply happy and excited to do it each and every single day. And I spend a lot of time helping them course correct because in the beginning, they didn't actually listen to what they were deeply passionate and excited about. So I believe that it's such a big piece to figure out, you know, what excites you? What are you passionate about? What do you really care about in this world? What changed you want to create in this world and make sure you're building everything from the beginning around that not just oh you know i see an opportunity here's how to make some money this will get me out of my job that can only take you so far all right and you know i saw that you 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 have multiple revenue streams you know books journals fragrances music uh you, you know you're coming up with your new book also uh, so you know uh, how, how did you come up with different ways to to make money and what's your favorite uh, monetization way. Yeah, look, there are many, many different ways to make money. I mean, I have about, I think, eight or nine separate companies themselves. And then even just within the education company that we're talking about, I have, I think, about 35 different online courses, um, probably five or six tangible products, and then a series of, you know, live events and coaching and mentoring as well. So there's many, many, many different ways. Um, I love all of them. And the thing that I love is having them all click together. You know, I really believe that if you're going to build an online business, it's really important to have a full spectrum of products and a full spectrum of price points and a full spectrum of, of different ways that these products and price points are actually delivered. Because you see someone coming into your business might invest in a $7 audio online, for example, and chances are they, they might not be the same person that actually comes along and says, look, I, I would like a half a million dollar coaching package, you know? And so if you don't have these different pathways, if you don't have these different products, then I really believe you're leaving money and you're leaving impact on the table. And so I know this can seem overwhelming, especially if someone's starting out and they're like, wow, you know, <laughs> what do you mean? I've got to create 40 different online courses. That seems like a lot, but it's, it's built over time. And the key is to start layering your offer 
offers and layering your creation process. And if you're doing something, let's say you start and you create a $97 product, great. Then maybe then the next layer is to do a high-end product. And then the next layer is to do something in the middle. And then the next layer is to do a book or a tangible physical product. And so I really believe it's about layering it over time. And then once you have everything working together, I mean, that's when the magic really starts to happen. Okay, and you know, somebody has, has a zero audience, uh, they, they're starting afresh. What is the best way uh, to build an audience in 2019? Well, I definitely believe it's online. And you know, what's interesting is I was doing over $1.5 million a year before I spent any money on Facebook ads or any sort of social advertising. And, you know, we, we, we spend that now. Um, but in the beginning, I wasn't doing that. And, you know, I just really didn't know how and I found it confusing. And so I stuck to what was working for me. And what was working was actually building an organic audience, really building a soulmate tribe, a soulmate audience that really loved me and resonated with my message. And so every single day I would show up and I would speak to those people. I would speak to their emotional drivers. I would talk to their fears, their dreams, their desires. I would get into what, what are they, you know, lying awake at night, dreaming about or hoping or wishing or praying. I'd speak to them directly. And even though in the first, say, you know, eight months to 12 months of my business online, it wasn't a large audience at all. It was really quite small compared to a lot of people online yet this these people were engaged and they were excited and they were reaching out and they would often reach out and say to me Regan you're so inspiring I feel like you're in my head I feel like you're talking directly to me and if you can have an audience that's nurtured in that way where they feel so connected to you even if it's just through the internet then they're so much more likely to trust you and then to actually invest with you and buy from you and go on some sort of journey or pathway with you. So all I did to do that was show up each and every single day and create organic content, written videos, live streams. You can mix it up. You can do whatever works for you. But as long as you're talking directly to your audience and, and that's what will actually start to grow it, right? Because then they'll fall in love with you and they'll start sharing it and they'll start telling other people around it. And just remember, you don't need a big, big, big audience to make it work in the beginning. No, absolutely. That that is uh, that is great advice. Uh, you, you know, you've got more, more than forty uh, courses on on your platform. What's the best way to sell an online course or an information product? Absolutely. So again, I'll talk about what I did in the very beginning because what we do now is slightly different now that there's obviously a lot more revenue backing it and systems and, you know, 35 people in our team. Um, however, in the beginning, all I would do is I would do exactly what I just shared with you where I would show up and I would speak to my audience and I would speak directly to them. At the end of each of these, you know, posts or videos or live streams, there would always be a call to action and a relevant call to action. So related to the content that I was adding value and putting out into the world, I would simply tell them, hi, if this resonates with you, please let me know because I have a next step for you. Hi, if you are someone who wants to go really deep into this conversation that we're talking about in this video or in this post, then please comment below and I'll get you some more information about XYZ that's going to help you do that. So I'd always be linking into uh, call to actions into my value add content. Too many people just do one or the other online when they're starting out, right? They either go, uh, let me just add value and they're creating all this content, but they don't have uh, call to actions. And the, that just means they don't sell anything and they don't help any people or they're not adding value and they're just talking constantly about products and services, products and services, in which case 
people just feel sold to and generally that doesn't work. But there's a beautiful fusion where if you do both and you're 95% adding value and then 5% talking about what you have available to them, the people that resonate with you will start to reach out. And even if it's organically messaging you on Facebook, you know, that, that was the core of all my first clients. They would just reach out and say, Regan, you know, I, I love your vibe. How can you help me? Here's my challenges. How can we get to the bottom of this? And then I would start moving them into the pathways that I had available. Oh, awesome. Awesome stuff. Um, you know, as, as, uh, online uh, entrepreneurs, uh, you know, we sometimes get distracted by shiny object syndrome. So, so how do you set priorities and make sure that, you know, you, you don't get distracted by, by new, uh, you know, shiny objects? Oh, totally. Yeah. There's so much power in no, <laughs> there really is. And I think if I said yes to every single opportunity that came my way, I think, I think I would have like 500 businesses or investment opportunities and be everywhere, but nowhere at the same time, it would be hugely distracting. And right. so when I see an opportunity or even when I, you know, have an idea, cause as entrepreneurs, we're always thinking of new ideas. We're thinking of new great things to do in the world. And so what I do is I love to write it down in my journal and I never say, yes right away even if you know I'm excited about it and every part of me wants to jump in and go yes you know this is the next best thing I breathe I sit on it I wait for a couple of days and then I go back to it and I go okay how am I how am I feeling about this idea now does it still have the same emotional excitement or was it just an emotional high in the moment and often I will take a week to two weeks to actually sit on an idea and feel it out I I imagine my life you know one year and five years out is this opportunity a part of it? Has it added to my future and my business and my vision? Or has it actually distracted from it and pulled me away from it? And one thing that I love to do with opportunities and you know different businesses, even investment opportunities which come up, I'm always looking to say yes to something that fits into other things that I have going. So for example, you know, I've recently built a technology company and we created a Regan Hillier International app. Now I did that because I built that company because that allowed me to have my own app. It also allows many of my clients, if they say, well, I want an app, then we can build them an app at a fraction of the investment that anyone else could do. And so that was something that made a lot of sense to say yes to because it wasn't a standalone opportunity. It's something that flowed into different businesses and different containers, allowing many different containers to actually be up leveled across the board. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Uh, again, you you talked about your app, uh, but you also uh, launching your new, your new book, which is called Abundance Quotes. So, so what made you write Abundance Quotes, and and who's the message targeted to? Yes, absolutely. So Abundance Codes really is for anyone who has done some layer of personal development work in the past and they know that there's more. They're ready to activate abundance across the board in their life. So we're talking in every single area, not just money. We're talking in health. We're talking in purpose, contribution, spirituality across the board. And so the Abundance Codes was a perfect example. It's co-written with my partner and we received this idea and we started receiving these 52 different codes around what people people could do to activate more abundance across the board in their life. And so we didn't immediately jump on this and go, oh, yes, this is the next best thing. Let's, you know, create it all tomorrow. We really sat on it and we were like, okay, what is it? Let's breathe into that a week later. Okay, how are we feeling with that? And more information started coming through and more ideas started coming through. And then we got shown 
this is a book. And then we got shown, this is an online course. And then we got shown, actually, it's a whole series of physical products as well. And by that time, it made a lot of sense to say yes to but yeah, I'm just tying it back to, to your question of, you know, shiny objects everywhere. Again, we, we spent really two, three weeks actually tuning into this before we were fully committed to actually, you know, bringing it into the world as a book and all the products. Um, makes sense. Uh, you know, you have a very successful uh, public speaking career. So do you have any advice for listeners on uh, how to improve your communication skills? And, you know, if they want to look at a public speaking career, so, you know, any tips on how to improve uh, and, and launch your own career? Yes, absolutely. Speak, 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 speak every day three times a day until you're really, really, really good. Too many people say, oh, I want to be a public speaker. And they have this dream that someone's going to call them and give them 30 grand and they're going to turn up and be absolutely incredible and be the keynote speaker. It doesn't work that way. You know, I spoke so much, like I, I shared with you, I was speaking four times a week in Australia and New Zealand in this offline business. I was terrible when I started. I was nervous. I was all over the place. I was not inspiring. I was not influential, but I kept going. I practiced and I practiced and I practiced. And if I had a day or a week where I wasn't booked to speak and there was no event and there was no people. I would speak to myself. And in this day and age, you know, you can speak to yourself, but you can turn on the live stream. There's no excuse. You know, every single day, if you want to be a speaker, you speak to your audience. You go and you do a live stream. You, you do an Instagram live. You do a video, even if it's 10, 15 minutes and you speak. You imagine yourself up on a stage, but you're delivering it, you know, in your own home or a cafe or wherever you are through the internet and you get better and better and better. Say yes to speaking for free. Say yes to showing up. Take any opportunities you can to practice and to get in front of an audience. And then you will hit a tipping point where all of a sudden people notice you and they're like inspired by you and they want you to come and speak at this event and, and that event. And, you know, that's when you get the, the luxury of, of choosing which events are great for you. But that takes groundwork and it takes focus and dedication and commitment. Got it. Yeah, this this is uh, this is awesome stuff. Uh, uh, you know, I I want to talk about uh, you know uh, entrepreneurship has lots of ups and downs. But uh, did you face any 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 bad moments, which made you question you know uh, about what you're doing? Yeah, there's been many ups and downs and many challenges. I think at the core of all of it, you know, I've never been in a place where I'm like, you know what, maybe I should just stop and go away. I've always been so deeply committed to my vision and so deeply committed to the impact that even if it's been really, really, really hard and I've wanted to run away, I just, I knew that wasn't the answer always. You know, I remember when I had this offline speaking company and, you know, at 23, 24, people were always saying like, oh my gosh, Regan, you've, you've done so well. Look at the success you've created. And I remember a moment where there were about 50 people waiting in a room for me to go in and speak to them. And I just didn't want to go inside. You know, something in my system was like, no, <laughs> it doesn't feel right. And so I actually, I, it took a few weeks off. I went to Bali and I started really asking myself, like, what's that feeling about? Like, what's wrong with me? I should be grateful. I should keep doing this. And then I realized that I just wanted more. You know, I, I didn't want to have to speak four times a week and only be in Australia and New Zealand. I wanted to be anywhere in the world. I wanted to work online. I wanted to, to work, you know, anywhere where there was Wi-Fi that I desired. And I wanted to impact millions of people through the internet. I couldn't fit millions of people in those rooms and the way I was doing it. And so I chose to shut down that business. I walked away from it 
I, I literally, everyone in my life was like, Regan, this is crazy. You're sabotaging this. You're screwing it all up. What are you doing? Like, you should just be grateful for what you have. And I remember just thinking, no, like there's something bigger. And I knew nothing about online business. I knew nothing about internet marketing. I had little to no following at that time. However, I made a decision that, okay, I'm going to make this happen. And when I did that right after that moment and I launched Regan Hillier International. We did over a million dollars in the first eight months from actually starting out. And it was one of the, one of the most challenging moments for me to have the strength to walk away from that. And everyone was telling me I was screwing it up, but because I really listened to myself and I went deep into that. um, Yeah. I mean, I'm so grateful that I actually did that. Got it. And uh, Regan, what's what's the next big thing for you? Uh, are you more focused on building more online businesses and focusing on what you're doing right now? Yeah, absolutely. And so, of course, there's always, you know, scaling and growth in terms of the online businesses. Um, I'm excited about the product development, especially around Abundance Codes. We're going to be filming an Abundance Codes movie in the next month, which is all about bridging, you know, the difference um, between science and spirituality in a really practical way where people can actually tune in from a mainstream perspective and get results. And then I'm very excited personally about just diversifying and again, scaling through these different containers and businesses and creating a, a bigger impact in that way. You know, we've just, um, we've just bought a eco retreat center here in Costa Rica and there's just some, some really fun things happening right now as, as I continue to grow and scale, which is just allowing um, more people's lives to be changed basically. Okay. Uh, so let's quickly do the top three. What's your favorite business book? Favorite business book, the very first one that massively changed my life was The 4-Hour Workweek by Tim Ferriss. I must have read that book about 30 times and it just changed everything for me. Okay. And you know, if you could go back in time when you started your business, what was the one thing you would have focused on? I would have actually just believed in myself more. And I know that sounds maybe a little bit typical or, you know, fluffy, but there were so many moments where I doubted myself and where I knew deep down that there was something bigger I could have been saying yes to or doing, but I doubted myself and I told myself like, oh, you know, like maybe in the future I could do that. Maybe in the future I could work with that person. Maybe in the future I could make that money. I wish I'd just chosen it all earlier on. Okay. And and what's your favorite online tool, for example, Gmail, Slack? Um, I would say Stripe purely because everything in our business runs through it. <laughs> it's pivotal. <laughs> okay, got it. And uh, uh, what is the best way people can reach out to you and get to know more about your app and the new book that you're launching? Yeah, definitely. So you can go to reganhillier.com. Um, it's definitely Regan Hillier across all, you know, Facebook, Instagram, social media. And if you go to the app store or any of, any of the, you know, Android app stores, any of them, you just search Regan Hillier International and you can download the app for free. And there's also a five-day manifestation training you can unlock in there for free. Uh, Regan, thank you so much for your time. It was an absolute pleasure speaking with you. Oh, thank you so much for having me. It's been great. Thanks for listening to the Life Self Mastery Podcast, where we teach you how to start and grow your online business. For more information, visit Rohit's blog at www.lifeselfmastery.com.